<laughs> Jack, you are my number one. A guy. Oh, scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Ricky or. I am a spectral version of Ricky because I may have died over the weekend and returned, and I'm quite delirious. Which brings me to uh, a question I had, but let me let wait, me let my partner, wait. who who I who I think is from from the mortal plane. Well, Friday you wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> um, Friday, Friday was like the first day of this big weather change, dude, and yeah, I did not react well at all. Have. So, have you ever shivered so hard you woke up out of the resting sleep you needed? Yeah, that that sucks. Then, have you ever woke up again, like, a few hours later when your fever breaks, and you're not quite sure in those first few moments if you've actually died? <laughs> well, the, the best are where you wonder where you are. And Ugh. then, you, it turns out that you're in your own bed, but you're like, I'm so out of it, I do not know where I am right now. Those are always fun times. Good times. Happened twice. Oh, it's great. But, but this but, brings but, me but, to my first question. Sean, you're a zombie fan. Yes. Whatever happened to our good old 80s zombies eat brains? Where did that go? If that's That it, that was canon forever. Zombies so eat brains. Just eating brains. Just like eating brains. I'm talking the, Return of the Dead. So literal eaters of brains. None of this... Oh, I get bit on my leg stuff anymore. Yeah, Return of the nope. Living Dead 4, where the chick has glass in her and she's eating brains think, to keep, you know, our you zombies know, ate well, brains well, I mean, in our youth. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, the the that version of zombie, the modern zombie, that was all created by George A. Romero. And I, I just think because that was the first... We we've had evolution since then. Well, and, now the first and, and, the first and, Living and Dead was evolved as a character. I mean, zombies are can like they can change stories. I mean, back well, uh, in the like, early early days of Walking Dead, zombies actually controlled the flow of the story. Yeah, but um, you know, like okay, let's start with George A. Romero zombies. I mean, the original zombies they weren't brains. They were they were ghouls. They just attacked you and ate you. They were literal ghouls. They were like So they didn't go after blood like vampire ghouls, but I mean that's all they did. They chewed and they killed you by eating you alive. You know, that okay. kind of thing. Somewhere yeah. between that and the eighties, Return of the Living Dead, are we got we got new stuff added where Zombies eat brains. They need brains. Of course, Return of the Living Dead had the uh, zombies that could talk and figure out stuff and right. use weapons and operate equipment and could run fast and could fight people with skilled martial arts, you know. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm i serious. I, I'm trying to think of that. That would be hilarious. That'd be kind of awesome. I bet there's one oh, out there. I bet somebody I could point that. us to one. Um, I want to see that. Like, Bruce Lee versus zombies. Yeah, you know. And then, of course, there was your classic... Like, 
the kids who really got into the zombie stuff where you had the gore where the people were being ripped apart alive and there was this yeah. this amazing movement and special effects in zombie movies that you know is quite quite a deal to behold like, like even today animator style no 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 like oh i can't remember the name of it but they're at a power station like there's a guy that gets like drawn and quartered by zombies and they're pulling out intestines and stuff and he's ah you know and it looks pretty dang real you know and that that kind of carried over but the brains went away they don't do brains anymore like walking dead there's no brain eating i guess i zombie is the closest we've got these days yeah and it's gone yeah but yeah you're right uh i zombie i i do remember uh watching that i you know i, I didn't pay that much attention to it the show never grabbed me um but I've heard in there a comic. The comic is real good, from what I understand. It was good enough to get a show, right? But I'm just saying, you know, I, I would like to read the comic and see uh, how it goes compared to the show because the show just didn't draw me in. Well, I want to see how the book is. But yeah, dude. Uh, well, you zombies, get on top of no, that. No more, no more brain eaters. But we had some bad news this week, where a lot of people are mm-hmm. taking it as bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Iron Fist, the axe drop. We also right. learned Luke Cage, the axe drop. But this is debatable because this has all happened before. People say this will happen again. Um, the comics that uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage came from, Power Man and, and Iron Fist separately, in Power Man number 50 became Power Man and Iron Fist. They branded yeah. Heroes so they've for Hire. they've been canceled before. So, this could be a very smart move on Netflix, Disney's part. It could be that it's actually canceled, or it could be that uh, Disney said, hey, y'all are done, we're going to do Heroes for Hire on our new streaming series. So, Man, it's almost like see. somebody had said that the very previous podcast. Huh, think about Man. that. Yeah, almost like I said it and I called it. And dude, I did I not say I oh, I want to go back. I hadn't listened to last week's, but I'm pretty sure I said I bet you Luke Cage is next to be canceled. I'm nearly definitely sure I said that. I believe so. Now, that would not have been my bet. I would have went with Jessica Jones because I think Luke Cage has more legs than Jessica Jones. But Jessica Jones season one is Jessica Jones season one gives season two a buy. Yeah, that's how good season one is. Yeah, absolutely. Luke, and Luke Cage, you know, he he's nothing terrible, but you know, he he's pushing two seasons of seven and a half out of ten, where Jessica Jones probably has a nine and a seven. He's just pushing two seven and a halves. Do you believe that, let, let's say, let's just say, hypothetical, imagine that, that Disney pulled those two from Netflix because there's going to be a Heroes for Hire show on the Disney streaming app. Do, does Disney partner, repartner with Netflix for any new series? Would, would, would Netflix be introducing any new characters to the public that hadn't <coughs> been shared before? Since they um, are pretty good at it, obviously. If somebody goes, let's talk money, I, I I guarantee you something could be worked out. It's just with the amount of money Disney has, the amount of money Netflix has, I have no idea where that line would be. So uh, let's just all, let's say it cancels each other out. I say Disney goes Disney streaming. 
and right. Netflix moves on to other properties. Like, uh, didn't they grab all of uh, Mark Millar World or Miller World? I believe a while so. back. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, this is totally not on the notes, but did you see Netflix has lost money for the third straight quarter? And in return, they are going to do away with their free uh, days of streaming. You know, uh, free months. All, all, all free months of Netflix are now gone. They're going to cancel that because they found that uh, people, you know, people would do exactly what you would expect. They would open an email, throw in a credit card, watch a free month, and they said that they could watch their entire data stream just increase off these people that do the one month free apps. And then they would nearly have, uh, if they started pulling addresses, they could find the address was attached to a different credit card for different months. And it's just not proved profitable for them. So the article I'd read said that they may be taking on a Hulu type uh tier with commercials because they believe that commercial revenue is where it's at. You know, that's it's possible. I mean, I pay for the non commercial Hulu and it's fine. It's like eleven versus seven. Yeah, um, same here. I don't I don't think it's a big a big to do if if Netflix went from where they are to a couple dollars more and said, Hey, you know, we're very sorry, but due to you know, to keep the quality of service, we have to increase a couple of dollars. If if you want commercials, you can keep the same tier. Or if you want non-commercials, your price will go up. Just let us know which one. Um, you know, that's at at fourteen dollars versus twelve dollars. Well, I think we could. I think we can all agree that you know Netflix is probably the easiest abused out of all the streaming services. I mean, if I wanted to, I could give you my Netflix. I could give my mom and dad my Netflix, my brother my Netflix, and we could all probably watch. We could have four screens. We have we pay for the four screens. So, you know, with Hulu, I pay. I have the live TV through Hulu. I pay forty five dollars a month for my Hulu, no commercials, and that is good on one screen at a time. You know, net Netflix does. I think Netflix, you know, they they have to be careful here because they've allowed people so much freedom, and when you pull that back, you know, I, I had I don't know. to let's let's talk about Hulu because I had an experience with Hulu, my first bad experience with Hulu. So I I tried the very exact thing you were saying, live TV with the Hulu app, the football season's on, right. so. I want to watch my football. I want to watch my Eagles. Not today, but I I, did, I wanted to watch them. So, uh, fourth quarter, anyway. So, I got the streaming, and I watch it on the computer, fine. Watch it on my phone or my tablet, fine. I go to pull up my app on my PS3, which I know does not stream uh, live TV, which is fine. I can, I can just watch. Sorry, this app is disabled. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, the app should be fine. No, no, no. I had to get on the phone with Hulu Tech, or chat, I'm sorry. I didn't actually yeah. talk to somebody. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, I'm very sorry. As soon as you as soon as soon you got live TV, the app was disabled because it's not enabled for that device. Like, I don't want to use the live TV on the device. I just want to use the, stri- the, the streaming stuff on the app. Yeah. 
And they're like, oh, no, it doesn't well, separate it, it. It breaks it. it. You, you can't yeah. do it that way. I'm like, you mean to tell me the whole reason I got this thing? The whole reason I'm paying you an extra $30 a month is the exact reason I can't use it, and I'm going to ask you to change me back to the $30 less plan? Is that what you're telling me? Well, well, yes, sir. I mean... <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 the, I kind of the, get their point. Well, I mean, it's dumb. I mean, all they have to do is set the app on the PS3 to where it doesn't do live stream. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, yeah I, I I mean, I didn't some, expect some, it to. It's not enabled. like I was trying to cheat. Oh, but but if yeah. I had a PS4, I could do it. Well, yeah, guess hey, what? I'm not PS4. buying a $400 piece of equipment so I can pay for your $30 more service a month. So I mean, just switch me back. Thank you. Gave me a free you, month. Or you and, can snag a fire stick. Yeah. Snag <sighs> a fire stick. F all that. I ain't got time. I just want stuff to work. That's, that's what... That's the biggest problem. It's 2018. And these cable companies and mm-hmm. these uh, phone companies and Dude, and live you know TV companies funny? can't figure out we just want it to work. We will pay you the money. We yeah. just want it to work. Well, well, it, it doesn't exactly work like that. No, no, no. I should be able to pay NFL and watch yeah. my team, regardless if it's the Philadelphia Eagles, if it's the D- Dallas Cowboys, if I'm a Browns fan. I should be able to watch every damn Browns game that comes out by going, hey, NFL, Uh here's the money I want to give you to watch every single game. Oh, well, we can't do that. The airwaves rule that one, man. You are out of your mind. You You absolutely can do that. You ain't playing with the FCC. You ain't going to play with them. You, you won't win your battle. As soon, that, a... listen to me, as soon as somebody figures this out, they will be rich. Very rich, very quick. Yeah. Well, and the FCC happen. will be out of a, <laughs> the FCC will be out of a job. Look, look. Because, right, because right. this, uh, whatever his name is. While you, while you're amped, tell me what the heck is going on in your WB Elseworlds tale. Look, like, why all, am I seeing all posters of, a... of Stephen Amell as the Flash and and Grant Gustin as the Green Arrow? All, 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 uh, all I can guess is that they're going to pull something out of Legends of Tomorrow because that seems like some crazy, I don't care, Legends of Tomorrow crap. I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue what they're doing. I saw that. I was like, that is not the route I thought they were taking. I mean, it looks interesting. Like, I seen it and I was like, I kind of want to watch this. This looks amazing. Oh, and no, you didn't tell me. Run, Oliver. It was fan made, or or you, you hadn't told me about this. But uh, I watched an intro to the Flash where they did homage to Smallville. Holy crap, that was awesome! I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, sweet! You should look up Smallville Flash intro. And it is just incredible. They do the entire intro to Flash, but it's all with uh, uh, the Clark. the Smallville intro song, and it is straight out of the late '90s. It is incredible. You you'll Somebody love it. Somebody save me! Ah, uh, Erica Durant's up in this business. 
Yeah, yeah. Alex and Mac pre like a weird cult she's in. Yes. Do you know what's really bad is I used to think Chloe was the hot one. Little did I know, man. (laughs) Little did I know. Yeah, that'd be terrible. No telling where I'd be now. Uh, Thank God uh, I didn't say she will be mine. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, that that callback is not getting discussed. Uh, Moving on. Sean, I saw a short trek this week. So what is this short trek? Short trek. I, I seen you and Matt discussing it via text. I explain it to me. CBS has figured out that oh, everybody's just paying for the app and watching all of Discovery and then turning it off. We might order to do something else. <laughs> so they're doing fifteen minute uh, episodes of Star Trek, little vignettes of uh, characters. The first one was um, the redheaded girl, who's one of the main characters. From the show, and uh, it was okay. It was funny. Um, it was a little, you know. Uh, there's a there's a stowaway on board, and she's gonna help her, and all that kind of thing. So it's just a short story. Yeah, they're doing. Uh, That's it. How long is it? Fifteen minutes. They're doing like, uh, I think they're doing six of huh. them. Like one includes uh, Dwight from The Office. Uh, he's he's back again playing Harry Mudd in yeah. one. And uh, and if you haven't watched Discovery. He's actually really good as Harry Mudd. It blows you away that it's that you just don't see Dwight. <laughs> Rain Wilson? Yeah. I like Rain Wilson. But but here's the thing. You're getting six 15-minute short uh, webisodes, basically. Is this going to keep you paying that much money for this app? Well, they're... Or, or, or are they're, they still going to be available next season so you can just wait till A, they're on YouTube... Or B, uh, wait until next season and when you pick it up again and watch them then. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, same deal. Like, whenever season two is done, just pick it up, watch it all, turn it off. You know, that it's a weird model to have. I mean, CBS, CBS is not known for a lot. I mean, they have the Big Bang Theory, I guess. They have... Uh, what else could you watch on there? Uh, NCIS. NCIS. You can watch... Yeah. Uh, uh, my son loves... Um, Hawaii Five O, so I mean that's a thing. So it's in yeah. season nine right now. I discovered. I was like, oh my god. It's been oh, nine. I've heard uh, Magnum is uh, not as good as Magnum. No, no bueno. What about MacGyver? I don't, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> it's not, I, n- dude. Nothing they can do can compare to MacGyver. It, it, it's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. What about uh, Legends of the Golden Monkey or whatever that show was? <sighs> Oh my god! Remember what I'm talking about the guy that the Indiana Jones rip off with the with the yeah. water plane? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that I show. This. Look that up, folks. That's a blast from the past. So, Sean, I've seen more and more coming out. We're almost up on November, which is going to be yeah. when Fantastic Beast comes out. The uh, Crimes okay. of Grindelwald. Is this something that your family is excited? About? Where did the I, first I movie asked land? Michelle, I was like, Hey, are you are you pumped for this? Are we? Mm-hmm. No, we'll just wait for digital. I was like, okay. I mean, I mean, that's literal. And this is a girl that, when we started dating, our some of our first few dates was her making me watch all of Harry Potter, and you know, we we went to see all the Deathly Hallows in the theater. I, I knew nothing about them, so she was definitely dedicated and loved them. And this is. She then I don't know I, I I'm not the biggest fan so to have to be married to somebody that I know is a big fan 
she doesn't care really. See, that's kind of odd because, like, so the Harry Potter movies are kind of childish movies. They're made for children. They're made for a seven to like nineteen year old. I mean, the movies, yeah. the movies get progressively more mature as Harry Potter matures. You know, and the last two, the last two or three are pretty adult. Uh, the first Fantastic Beasts movie was complete. We're we're not dealing with children anymore. We're we're dealing with adults in this world. Um, I liked it. Uh, Eddie Redmayne was great. I loved Colin Farrell in the role, and uh, the surprise that uh, spoilers that uh, Johnny Depp is in there and showing a little of the history. If you ever read the books and, and know a little behind the scenes stuff about it, you know what's about to happen. I'm kind of excited for this movie. I mean, but I don't see that excitement out there on the internet. I don't, and I'm not into Harry Potter. Don't get me wrong. I don't have Harry Potter sites. I don't have Harry Potter friends. I do did have one, but she's like, I, I don't know. I think, I think they're, you you know they're they're playing the lay low card because of Johnny Depp. Yeah, and that was going to be my question. I mean, does that do you really know anybody that has a huge problem with Johnny Depp being in this movie? The only person I know that would fit that category would be my wife, and she doesn't care about the movie, so therefore, and, and it's not because of Johnny Depp. <laughs> so <laughs> and, uh, so, I mean, and I'm not saying I, I, I'm not I saying that I there's you know. I'm not saying that there's not problems with with Johnny Depp, you know, but uh, you know, it looks like a good, fun movie with I, I think more just, characters that I kind of like. So, I, I mean, it may not be on... a first run; it may not be like a uh, uh, day one showing, but it may. Be, it's probably going to be a Melba movie for me and my son. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it'll be one of those that you know silently opens up unless depending on who it's competing against it could open at number one but it's one of those movies that'll sit for at three or four for ten weeks and make its money back because it, it is a movie that when there there are those times where the kids want to go see a movie and Fantastic Beasts is one of those where as an adult you could walk up there and look at the screen and be like yeah, Fantastic Beast. I can deal with that, and the kids can watch it. It's one of those that, you know, it, it's not going to blow the doors down, but but it'll it'll be a consistency runner in the background, and it'll make its money back. Yeah, I mean, there's supposedly five of these planned. I would say three, but who knows? It, it looks exciting to me. I'll go watch it. Um, I don't remember if I put this in there or you did, Sean. That is me, because okay. we, over the past couple of weeks, we've had a lot of excitement. You know, uh, Stevie was on uh, two weeks ago, and then uh, we, we had a really great episode, I feel, last weekend where we hit over some amazing topics, and it just flowed perfectly. And during all that, we've, we've skipped the glass trailer, uh, the second one that came down. Now, have you had a chance to see this? Oh my god, I have, and I want to see Split so bad, I can't stand it, I can't find it Why, on dude, take, oh, rather than watching one of your discoveries or whatever, watch Split. Just do it. That That is your mission this week, to find two hours, skip some TV show, and watch Split. Because... I have no mission, sir, I have no direction. Well, now you do because this movie looks oh, it's so it's gonna be so good. Just 
I'm Samuel like the, L. Jackson. I, are you kidding me? I'm I'm like the pirate shipping Goonies, man. I'm just floating. Dude, Samuel L. Jackson in this. Oh, this trailer. You know, well, it sounds like the bad guys are teaming up. I'm just like, oh, it's gonna be so freaking good. Um, I'm so excited for this. You know, we we really haven't seen what Bruce Willis is capable of. And and that's that's the fun part. We know that he's had years to either, A, find out that, you know, is he like Luke Cage, or is there more to him? Does, is there Are there more abilities that he has? How unbreakable is he? You know, you, you've got your Lex Luthor, you've got your Superman, and you've got a minion for Lex Luthor to control. I mean, this or- is... This or is, have we got? So, or have we got our doomsday? Is the question? Yeah, a doomsday. I mean, this is such a fun story. That's the way I'm looking at it, and I, I just I'm excited for M Night Shyamalan, but I'm so hesitant. Like, like you want? I want this to be so good, but at the same time, it, does M Night Shyamalan just not constantly keep you terrified that whatever he makes is going to be complete crap? <laughs> You're either going to love it or walk out going, now, now how many like, times in like, my life do I have to get the no, my money back? No, like I said before, I don't think that M. Night Shyamalan made a horrible movie except for that Avatar movie. I the thought, Happening? Have you seen I The have, Happening? Now, now, I have not seen The, the Happening, but I have seen well, The Village. Trust me. The Village Until was fine. I have seen Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water was fine. It wasn't his best movie at all. Neither of those were. But, like, I avoided the happening just because everybody, everybody said it was terrible. The everybody said it was terrible. Yes, I know. Lay down in front of the lawnmower. I got gotcha. The grass did because uh-huh. it was angry. I know. Angry grass. Gotcha. Yeah. All gotcha. the trees. Oh, look at those trees going and pollinate. I'm terrified. Run for the hills. No, not the hills. It's a terrible movie, Ricky. It's awful. Well, I haven't Never seen it, seen so I'll have to take your I word for it. I'll take your word it. for it. I want you to see it just because I want you to experience the pain well, of I've, having to watch that I've movie. I've heard that it may act that movie may actually kill me like the plants do. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> you want me to die. Okay. I get it. In, in seven days you'll get a phone call. <laughs> oh, there what is this V I can't even watch this VHS. What why is it dripping with brown? No, goo? no, no. You just pick it up and there's like a rustling of leaves and you're like, Oh, the woods? Sean, why, are, why is there noise on my computer monitor? Oh, there's a girl in a well. It's awesome. I love right, that movie. So, that, so, so what you, why did I not? Why don't I own that movie? And why can't I watch that for Halloween? What the Ring? <laughs> the Ring. The Ring is a great horror movie. I love that movie. We'll talk about it here in a minute. Sean, <laughs> we love '80s cartoons. I mean, it defined a lot of our youth. But yeah, before yeah. 1983. Um, there were some laws in place that wouldn't let you do basically 30-minute toy commercials. So yeah. before 1983, which both of us have memories of, mm-hmm. our cartoons were completely different. What were your defining cartoons that you remember from the start till the big wave of, like, He-Man Transformers? What what was pre all well, that for you? Well, I mean, I, I see on here you have Scooby-Doo. Well, no, don't no, use I would mine. Definitely... <laughs> I would definitely have to say Scooby-Doo because I freaking love Scooby-Doo. I mean, I've dressed, I dressed as Shaggy for, I freaking, I adore Scooby-Doo. Um, I would say Flintstones, uh, really big, really big Flintstones. Um, we've talked multiple times about the, uh, Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Um, 
I just spoke to a guy at work the other day about uh, Sheriff Ricochet Rabbit and oh, God. Uh, Hong Kong uh, Hong Kong Fooey. Quick Draw McGraw. Quick Draw McGraw. Dude, th- those are amazing. Are amazing. Yeah, because, you know, everybody forgets. So, a very by the time we started getting the big cartoons, they were very cost-efficient low rent but i mean the the stuff of the 50s and the 60s and 70s i mean and and scooby-doo is still kind of good quality but the you know the tex avery stuff the uh uh uh, the old flasher superman the stuff that's like animated to the best of your abilities at the time it was made uh, that stuff doesn't just get i mean that inspired the look of batman the animated series one of the most uh, a coveted animated series of all time took its direct inspiration from uh, that Max Flasher Superman. Um, just the Art Nouveau, uh, Art Nouveau style of it, and and the uh, 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 the quality they put into it. Um, that it didn't see it very often, but that was one of the things I remember. My big one favorite before all the big stuff was George of the Jungle on Saturday morning. Like uh, whenever we moved down from Pine Bluff and we lived on in Wilf Subdivision at my grandmother's house where we were building our house. I'd watch that every Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, Love George of the Jungle. You know, and you get your standard, uh, you know, your flag bearers of the time were the ones you... The reason cartoons, certain cartoons play every time of the year is because that's when they played. I mean, that I can't believe that still happens. Like, uh, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, you know, that was whenever I was a kid. Loved it every year. Uh what else did you have? You know, the Grinch that stole Christmas. You know, uh, and those were special times in your life uh, as, as a young kid. Uh, and, and you get to relive mm-hmm. those every year, and I, I loved them. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess the Christmas ones. See, I never have been a fan of Charlie Brown. Uh, uh, Charlie Brown was I know much... That, I, Go know, ahead. I know that's kind of blasphemous, but, but I... Uh, no, as far I mean... As the yearly ones... I remember Rudolph and, uh, oh, what is it? Oh, the, the stop uh, motion stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we we could yeah. throw that in there, but I was thinking more uh, hand animated. One of my favorites, of course, I've mentioned before is Johnny Quest. Uh, just, it had a completely different style. It, it didn't care. It, it showed people be crushed by falling, collapsing pyramids and getting shot by frogmen. You know, it was awesome. Uh, kind of like Robotech was. Um, I never watched uh, uh, the the 70s brought over anime besides Robotech, like Star Blazers and all that. Uh, there wasn't much availability of that where, where I was. But um, the Hanna-Barbera stuff you were talking about, like Wacky Racers, Megilla Gorilla, mm-hmm. you know, all, all that kind of stuff was was fun. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's the best stuff there is. And, you know, and then I remember, and then I remember Transformers, you know. Yeah, I remember. I remember He Man. I I remember. I remember. I'm trying to figure out at what point. Well, it that had to be that was the watershed though. That whenever was, you could start getting the toys of the characters on screen, I mean, that was the game changer. Right. But tell me this: When do you remember? Because because I know for me it happened probably middle school, where watching cartoons went from the Saturday morning routine to you get off the bus and you sprint in the house and you better have it on because G.I. Joe... Oh, well, okay. 
see, I remember X Men and uh, Batman. Those were the ones I sprinted off the bus and got into the house too. Yeah, to mine watch. were mine were GI Joe and Transformers. If you if you, if the bus wasn't running late, you could catch uh, possibly the the first the first five minutes of GI Joe would be gone, and then you could watch your entire episode of Transformers um, in the morning. If you got up early enough, you'd watch Felix the Cat, Speed Racer, and then you gotta finish your cereal, get out the door, or Mom's gonna hit you with the shoe. Yeah, man, I just those those early that early stuff just doesn't get enough love. I mean, and to your point, what I was thinking of was Charlie Brown. Um, there are certain properties like Charlie Brown, like Calvin and Hobbes, that are just um, they're more niche. I mean, you'll find somebody who absolutely loves Charles Schultz and has you know, just volumes of his original artwork and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or same way with Calvin and Hobbes, you know, that, that there are or, many or volumes if, you can get. Or if that. one co-host of a podcast really likes Heathcliff. Oh, no. See? And the do other not, one responds Do like not that. speak that evil. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Heathcliff, yeah. Heathcliff. Ugh. That's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. You did good job there. It's Keep invasive. It Look, dude. Let, let, let's let's Look, move this Garfield party or I, nothing. I, uh, no, I have I have Heathcliff. I have nothing for the hall. No hall. I have well. I I have had. I have nothing. I, I have okay. Went on. I have binged and now I'm on purge. So 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 so, so no hall. Let, let's move on to the uh, the Halloween. Have you seen it? And I was I was trying to think of a movie that we haven't discussed for, you know, scary movies and I don't believe we've done this at all. Let's talk about 1996 Scream. If you if you allow me to say this for me is the one of the the summer horror slasher films that stands out. This one has separated itself from the others. It it's better. It's better, I believe. Um, the original Scream. Yes, it was. It was scene a, of Drew Barrymore. Or, yeah, it was Drew Barrymore. It was. It was a game changer at the time. I mean, horror movies were out of favor. Like you, you like the fifth Halloween or fourth Halloween had had been forever ago, and uh, you know there wasn't a new Freddy Krueger or anything like that. And then Scream came on the scene and took the entire high school by storm because it was farce yet it was serious it was matthew lillard being matthew lillard at the time that was huge and uh and just this cast I mean, of people that were in it i mean nev campbell my god yeah and there's so many you had courtney cox at the time uh rose mcgowan you had david arquette like Think about this. This is the movie where David Arquette and Courtney Cox met. <laughs> like, like that is crazy. I love David Arquette. You know, uh, you brought up. Think about this. A young Jamie Kennedy was in this movie. Yeah, young Jamie Kennedy. This is honestly one of the first times I remember seeing Jamie Kennedy and being like, later on, being like, oh, he's that dude that was in Scream. Yeah, this you know, is this was, is the this is the was, time I would still confuse Jamie Kennedy. Can't hardly wait. That's it. Can't hardly wait. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, amazing podcasting at its finest. A bunch of morons fumbling around for can't hardly wait. Move on. God bless. This is what we do. Have you not learned this? That, that was uh. That's the outro song 
No, no, no. That's the song. This is what we do. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtles. My body. Just more obscure crap that is stuck up in this head. Family. You call this here and that over there. Family. Family. Talking to a young, uh, 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 it. here we go again! Ah! Sam Rockwell. Hammer Tech. Hammer Tech himself. Justin Hammer. Ah. All right, all right. You you had one that you wanted to talk about. Let, let's go here. And and <laughs> I, I want to say, as reading the notes, I want you to pick one. I want you to pick one because well, I'm not going we to because they week. are so similar. Because they're not. They are. They're they are similar. in my brain. They are stuck together. They are in the same universe. I wanted to talk about right. the Ring and Paranormal Activity. The both these movies, I adore. These are the one. <laughs> I think that's the only thing they have in common. No. <laughs> he likes them. No. They came around about the same time. They've got... Well, they, uh, the ring came a lot before that. Wait. But they feel... They feel very similar. They're both very... No. Yes, they do. They feel very no. similar to me. I have the same adoring I, feelings for them. I don't think you've felt too many horror movies, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't felt enough to distinguish the feel of a horror movie. But it's it's the dread and suspense of both of those movies they do so well that that puts them in that same place for me. These uh, and when these came out, you know, it surprised me that I liked them so much because I don't like horror movies. Like I honestly, oh, I no. like the first horror movie I can tell you I own is the remake of Amityville Horror with Ryan Reynolds. That's about it. I have The Exorcist here somewhere. It is, it. Yeah. it is a horror movie. It is a horrible movie. You shut up! I love that movie, and I love the original too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Horrible but anyway, the I mean, ri- horror movies. I will I will focus on the ring because uh, that's the first one that popped in my head, and um, just a different take. This is of course the time that they were remaking Japanese horror. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, uh, we we got all those wonderful missed call. Uh, no, I, I would not use wonderful in that description. Now, oh, the, I know. There, there was plenty of facetiousness in there. The ring actually is quite wonderful. I ring is okay. It. Yeah. Um, the ring two is even even really good, but the ring, uh, the the creepiness. What about ring you? Uh, I, I've never actually watched the original. Um, I, I've never even seen um, uh, what's the other one with the kid? Are the, you talking about the Grudge? Yeah, the Grudge, and and that's not the ring. <laughs> it's a but, it's a story about Kurt Cobain. <laughs> That would be a horror movie. Oh my god! It ends in the best way, though. Um, <laughs> I will hang up. That is staying in there, baby. Uh, That's um, okay. Chris Cornell caught up with him. What was the Japanese uh, Junon? Yeah, Junon. Uh, I never yeah, seen Junon. it either. That's what I was talking about with Ring You. It's actually the the, the most recent in the trilogy. Is Ring You. The Ring was fun. Yeah, the Ring went bad. I liked it. Um, you know those. It, it, it kind of got swept under the rug. It, it is the one of those that that stuck out as decent, but they just jumped on that Japanese and Korean remake bandwagon, and they rode that till it was just, it was gone, man. And eventually, I just didn't care anymore because I watched them all, man. I've watched all of them. I have the one where the electricity chases them and kills them. I have the one where the internet chases them and kills them. What's the I, one? I have... What's the one where it's the the cell phone signal? They have to get out to the boonies where there's no cell phone signal because the ghosts are traveling through the 
through the cell phone. I actually have that in a case beside me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have that one. I have that. I'm just saying there they it was and I honestly believe like the the Korean and Japanese market probably ended up being like holy crap, look at all these rights that they're buying to our crap movies. Let's see how bad we can make them. See if they'll remake it. Oh my goodness, they actually think this is scary. <laughs> Somebody over there is laughing because they actually trolled us so hard that we remade crap movies. Well, um, that train ain't got off the rails yet because uh, I heard that uh, uh, Justin Lin, I think he's redoing Train to Busan for the American audience. I mean, audience. that's fine. That's fine. I haven't. I, I want to see the remake of Train to Busan because I tried to watch Train to Busan. It just, it's got a lot going on. It's got a lot going on, and subtitles and me at the time that I was trying to watch it just wasn't working. I'm going to give it another try. Uh, Cause that did have a really good feel to it. That that's up there that with the feel of uh, a movie that could be memorable. So maybe if that one is done correctly, I would, I would totally enjoy that. All right, Sean, I wanted to ask one more thing under the have mm-hmm. you seen it banner. And uh, so since we talked about Scream, that, that inspired me to ask this question. What is your favorite comedy take movie? I'm talking in, in, the, in the vein of uh, superhero movie, of Airplane, of Airplane Scary 2. Movie the, two. Scary. Scary Movie 2. <laughs> Scary Movie 2, without a doubt. Yes! You, you, have, you, have, you have a David Cross. You, you have, um, I can't think of his name. Chris Elliott! Chris Elliott, yes. Chris I was Elliott. talking about it the other day. I one of my one of my you know, Marlon Damon Wayans. One of my coworkers like to Ferris. have lost their crap because I said, "Take my good hand, it's my strong Good. hand." Why don't we just give you a standing o- ovation? <laughs> oh, I know you. You were in that musical. What was it? Stomp, like, <laughs> dude. It is. It is just that. That is number one. There. There's. The the number two is down there. It's a real number two. Like Scary Movie Two is amazing. Um, and then you know I would say Scary Movie with Scary Movie Three being next for no other scene than you know young Chris Hart doing the talking about if a mouse is in a house and a rat, it, it, all that, those, those are the best skits out of scary movie three, but scary movie is the best, uh, faux horror. There is absolutely hands down. So where does air, where does airplane land on your list? I mean, it's up there, but it ain't, it, it's just really cause airplane you know, would it, be, it, it, airplane would be probably my number one, but I would reach to scary movie two first. Well, I mean, uh, you know, if if I'm going outside of the horror stuff for anything else, you know, uh, Naked Gun two and a half. Oh, ah, the the bad. The truth hurts. Maybe not as bad as jumping on a bicycle without a seat, but it hurt. You know, um, Leslie Nielsen and the the Naked Gun series are just absolutely incredible. Hot Shots, Hot Shots one and Hot Shots Part Two are absolutely. Amazing. See, th- there are so many of those. I loved that you in Wall Street. Really there were so many of those that were actually really good. And I, I don't think the comedians of today's age know how to pull that off. I know some movies have attempted it and they failed terribly. 
Terribly, yeah, terribly. You know, and that brings up something that I, I love to watch with my son, but starting to run a little bit thin with me, the Goldbergs. They're a little too on the nose with their comedy, and that's how a lot of comedy feels these days. It feels very uh, Saturday Night Live, like it's... They're pe- used to... Well, in my opinion, there used to be something funny about a backhanded joke because you felt like you got it. You're like, that's for me. I I understand that joke. A little quip that is, you know, sliding under the table, and you got it. You picked it up. It's a funny joke. Today, you know, if I want to be funny about something, I'll just directly make the joke. And there's the punchline right there. And it's blatant, and it's in your face. And, And, you know, there's... There's some comedy that is like that, and comedians that can pull that off. You know, David Cross, Sora Silverman. Um, if you go way back uh, with uh, uh, damn it, Bill uh, Bill Hicks, those ah. are comedians that can pull off that straight up in your face. Comedians nowadays try to be the direct approach while still wanting it to be funny and haha. Uh, you know, the the way a backhanded joke or a sleight of hand joke w- used to sound. Yeah. And you're, you're mixing two different things, and it, it, it doesn't always work. I think that's a very good take, because a lot of people reach this uh, point with uh, Big Bang Theory. I've heard a lot of people describe it that way. Like, it's too too on the nose. But I think even, even Goldberg is just way too... I'm reading this off of a cue card and laughing at myself. And um, and Logan still loves it, but I mean, I, I wish that... It seems like these days that a lot of writers are getting lazy and explaining everything to the audience, and you don't have to do that. The audience is smarter than you give them credit for. Treat your audience like they're intelligent. Yeah, because they are. You know, on social media, I am most active on Vero. Look up Sean Thomas. On Twitter, Mander98. You can catch me at Ricky Whisper on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. I am also on Vero. We are both Vero verified. I may even be available for message. Like I talked to our good friend Mike Becker the other day. I missed his birthday, Dadgummit. I had to wish him a belated birthday. Happy birthday, Mike. Anthony did want me to mention. We hadn't talked about this, but I did see one in the wild. There is um, not only are they doing G1 Transformer reissues. They're doing classic Star Wars reissues. Uh, he sent me a picture of a Imperial TIE Fighter, the, like the original uh, 70s one, and I had happened to see this at Newport as well. So That's it's awesome. it's not just uh, Transformers that Hasbro is doing this with. And also, uh, we haven't mentioned Daredevil Season 3 because, unfortunately, I haven't watched any of it yet because of my sickness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't throw uh, anything um, at me. The Daredevil wasn't down with my sickness. That wraps us up uh, for Not-So-Southern Gentlemen. I'm John. And I'm hopefully we'll be alive next week. Ricky. Y'all have a good one. Ricky, he, uh, cause all people want to know. All this, uh, you know me. Listen, okay. I gotta end it. Episode 126 is, uh, very sorry. Ricky, uh, well, well, was driving to work a, and he, hey, listen, after he I thought do he'd do a J turn, it was uh, right on the bridge. To and, keep 
I'll do a GoFundMe to keep the podcast alive in your honor, and then uh, I'll take all that money and I'll just cut and run. That sounds yeah. perfect. And, and let well, your let your ghost haunt me forever. I won't be. I won't care. I'll be dead. Well, witchcraft. I can't do it anymore. Daddy, this isn't the normal day. This is Halloween. <laughs>